Welcome to the Wheel of Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 6 and 7 of The Path of Daggers, Threads, and A Goat Pen. Enjoy! Welcome to Season 8, Episode 4 of The Will Reads. Ooh, yeah. He for almost forgot what podcast he was on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, uh, that one, yeah. yeah. Um, t- tonight, I am drinking aqua um, some water. Uh, I'll get to that why in personal life. There's some yeah, water in this, too. Yeah, there's some water in that. But, uh, yeah, so, but before that, a uh, couple announcements. It's not as busy as it was last aqua. week. Um so we um, um, got through Water Fortune. If you haven't checked it out, go watch it. It's on the YouTube. Um, uh, we also did Cosmere Reads last night. We'll be back to every Sunday night going forward. We just moved it from Mother's Day. So next Sunday, we'll be back again with the Cosmere Reads, so more Cosmere stuff. And then and, sometimes and every Mother's Day for the next 20 years. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because those books are still – yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm about halfway through uh, uh, Tress in the Emerald Sea, a new Cosmere book. Uh, I'm trying to get the secret projects going. Are you trying to freeze on purpose, Ian? Uh, yeah. You your eyes move. Because uh, you, you <laughs> froze for a minute. So, Yeah. Oh, I froze for a minute. It was a quick yeah. freeze. Okay, cool. Um, I'm wearing our merch tonight, so some Team Pay to represent. Um, yeah, so go check it out. Uh, our link's on our website, uh, thewillreads.com, uh, and you can find links to merch. So you can go buy your Worst own. dark friend ever. Yeah, it glows under this. Or best. It's like super bright. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so check out the Cosmere Reads if you're into Cosmere stuff. We'll do the Wheel Reads does Cosmere um once we finish the next section soon oh my god where are you at Ian? uh halfway through chapter 59 but i'm accelerating like i oh. I, I really didn't even want to stop listening to do this podcast I, it me is, neither i'm on I'm in the zone. yeah oh, oh giggity there you yeah. well you can linger, linger there for a little while yes oh my Refresh goodness the it's so good yeah, justice. Oh, so, yeah. so good I, I just started justice okay but let me tell you yeah, it only gets better. Like I, I can feel it. I like I'm, well, I'm, I'm getting going. Oh yeah. Like, I, I looked at the the titles, and I know we're not on, you know, the co- real weird Cosmere or whatever. But anyway, I read the titles for the next group, and I'm like, all right. So they split it this go around because stuff was so intense, and yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So oh much. yeah, it's it's intense. That's for sure. Um. So yeah. So we'll record that sometime soon. It'll probably be uh, next week. Uh, that we record that, but that'll be announced in our Discord and on the Twitters everywhere. Um, when we decide what day we're doing that. Um, and yeah, that's that's it for for my announcements. Um, on to personal life. Um, the reason why mm-hmm. I am drinking water tonight is because my throat's a little itchy and a little scratchy, and I think it's I might be getting sick, and I think it's because I've been drinking way too much. Um, because I've drank like heavily every night for the last like five days. Um, because <laughs> I mean, like, so Friday night, Will, my co host for the Cosmere Reads, came in town, so I went over to uh, his dad's house because he stayed with his dad. Because uh, he lives in up in Maryland and Baltimore yeah, yeah. area, and um, and and we drank a lot of Crown, uh, and had a good time just hanging out, chatting, uh, him and his wife. Uh, and then Saturday, I just 
drank because it's Saturday. And then <laughs> Monday was Mother's Saturday. Day. No excuse for Saturday, but you know, Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> and then su- su- Sunday was Mother's Day. And my, my wife decided we'd go down with all of our um, um, the other moms of, of kids that we all hang out with and, and the families to the uh, local beach in actually Ian's mom's neighborhood uh, in my oh, parents' yeah. neighborhood. Great. uh riverside beach and uh i got down there and as soon as i sat down uh one of the other uh, dads uh in the group like he pulled out a cooler and he's like margarita and i was like yes please um, <laughs> this is perfect started drinking those and then drink a few so sunday and then last night i drank because it was podcast recording i was like you know what i i need to i need to dry out you got to check your stuff every now and then. I need to try out. Uh, it's not COVID. It's not COVID. Yeah. I know, and it's not like those days where every night. Every now true. and then you got to take a day or two and like figure out what's real and what's not, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I, I hope I'm not getting sick either. I mean, I know I, you can probably hear my voice maybe a little bit, but yeah, it's yeah, uh, no, we a little scratchy. It. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's, I'm not full blood sick. And my kids all just got, got over being sick. So I might have something. I don't know. Yeah. They're, they're your, your voice is still great for radio. I mean, oh, you're doing fantastic. Well, thank right you. There. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> Chris, you've been replaced. Wow. I, glasses themed up, like. I know. And <laughs> foggy over here. Mm. Only when I'm sick can I do this. Yeah. <laughs> Chris says, I'm on chapter nine. Alan's like, that's my favorite chapter. <laughs> well, that's it for me. Uh, yeah, we, we had a good time of the weekend. Um, uh, did a lot of work uh, around the garden and uh, just working on some furniture pieces that I'm fixing up. Painted a lot. I feel yeah. useless. Such a busy weekend. Ian, how was your weekend? Um. So, uh, what did we do? Oh, uh, pretty chill. Um, this uh, someone in the family had like a very minor surgery, so the rest of us we all just kind of made it a point to have a very chill, relaxed weekend. As they were recovering, but we still had a great time. The weather was good. Um, I got the grass cut, so you know Meredith and Natalie spent a lot of time out in the backyard because the weather was just perfect on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Chilled outside mm-hmm. a bit, and um, man, what else? Playing some Fortnite. Uh, finally figured out that you could drop on Darth Vader and get his saber. Mm. And you also get Kelsier skin, Mistborn. Really. Yeah, like, well, so I don't buy skins. So if you can't like earn it or unlock it by playing, I, I, I don't know if you can earn it or not. Yeah, I've, I've never put money into Fortnite. I refuse. I play as default like 99.9% of the time, but I'm default like level 150 with like a bazillion crown victories. It's nuts. So, anyways, mm-hmm. I, that's it. You know, pretty chill. Uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow I got court again. Last time was for visitation custody stuff. There was essentially no change, but it was still a very miserable experience. Um, and then we have the child support adjustment, which I filed for like two years ago, and we're finally going to court for it tomorrow. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Okay. So trying to stay stress-free about that. I mean, it can't be worse than what it is now. I won't even – I'm not going to say dollar amounts, but I made – poor decisions very early on because i was like oh if i'm just nice and give her what she wants then maybe she'll be nice too and then that didn't work out i just gave her everything and then still got effed over because mm. <laughs> i was mm. dumb anyways we're fixing that now so. it, it costs 1600 v bucks i don't even know what that means yeah me neither i refuse okay. to buy stuff cool won't do it but- if you want to buy it for me <laughs> sure 
but I will oh, not. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Solid. Okay. So, um, first, the question: Since I'm not a um, podcaster on the Cosmere Reads, can I apply to win books? Can I? Can I enter the contest? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we already we we were done with that one, but yes, I, I would assume so. I mean, I I haven't really thought about it, honestly. I mean, Will Will won a book early on, but that was way before I started the Cosmere. Yeah, so, didn't so he, count. he 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 won a uh, a book random. I mean, just actually won. Like it was just randomized. Yeah. I was like, I, I was like, I kind of want to pick someone else because I know him. But I was like, but how would it look? Work. How would it look if we won stuff on there? Is that gonna? I, I feel like the like core group of our followers would not. <laughs> oh, they, well, they they should know Alan would not go out of his way to hook us up. <laughs> correct. <laughs> First and foremost, it would be the luck of the dice for real. Yeah, it he would, would it, think it, about he would think about it for days before he actually announced it. Like maybe they would have. Yeah. Should, should, I, would never should I hit win. the randomized button one more time? Uh, I'm never gonna try. <laughs> don't worry about it. Sorry, guys. It was a stupid. No, question. no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't see why not. It's, it is random. I go to random.org and yeah. I just type in the amount of people that qualify you. So if it's like, you know, retweet this to get it, I'll type in. So say 100 people uh, retweet it. I, I just Iris says we already know it's pick, rigged. Pick, pick a number <laughs> between one and 100, click, click go, and it hits a number and it counted out. Uh, and that's who wins. Um, so I, yeah. I, yeah. just random.org um that's it's that's all right really. i'm I forgot to like you guys last night but i will and i will go back and like it it was a really good show by the way so yeah. um me this weekend mother's day weekend oh, super busy so um my friend alan hinton graduated with well, alan and i's friend alan hinton graduated yeah, with alan. his second masters you met alan hinton at I'm, the wedding yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I was gonna say so he, that name sounds so familiar. He was my other best man. He was the one that gave the speech about my ex. Yeah, at my did. wedding. But it still went over just fine. <laughs> it did. It did. You know there were a lot of there were a lot of question me, but... marks. Like, wait, what? He was engaged before? Yeah, because it... half of her over over half her family didn't know that. Three quarters of her family. Hey, but now it's well, now they do. Now it's out there. <laughs> it's no longer a lingering question. You don't have to fear it. Boom, nope. it's out there. Oh, I never did. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we um we threw him a little party Friday night, and then Saturday I worked in the morning, and then we did chores midday, and then we went to dinner for his mom and sister for Mother's Day that night because she's like mother, mother. And then Sunday we spent the entire day celebrating my mother-in-law or mother-in-love as they like to call it. So I went to Aww. their church, well, went to grandma's church, and then went and just ate lunch with mom and took her to make a terrarium and just did all sorts of fun things and got home at like midnight. And then, you know, last night I got to listen to a little bit of the Cosmere reads as I fell asleep. So nice. Yeah. I sent, I sent you and a bunch of people on discord, the gif, uh, say hi to your mother for me. I was trying to find the, the Jason Sandberg one where he plays Mark Wahlberg on SNL, like acts like him, but like talking to animals like, yo, you are a dog. Nice talking to you. Say hello to your mother for me. Hey, look, it's a parrot. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Nice talking to you. Say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Happy I'm just Day. glad you didn't mail anything to my mom. So oh, it's still coming. No, <laughs> she said, eh, eh. Oh, you yes. think the red rod's only in the garage? Mm-hmm. He stole it back. It's gonna yeah. send it again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be easy. 
Uh, <laughs> I'd laugh. You could put it in a wine holder, and then when she went in to get the wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Does your mom drink? I don't think I know that for sure. Yes. Mine? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I've got drunk with Ian's mom. Yeah. Ooh. With Ian. And yeah, I need to do that next time. Yeah. Let's say that you need to rephrase that with Ian and his mom. <laughs> yeah, with Ian and yeah. his mom. Yeah. I don't think I ever have minus Ian. Now that I think about it, even with Jared and town. I've been there, and you and my mom have drank more than I have. Oh, yeah. But I've still been there. Yeah. And had some drinks. I, I've been drunk at the beach, and your mom's also at the beach drunk. Right. But... <laughs> <laughs> From two sand castles down, they just do the air toast. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yep. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, not, not much else. Uh, um, in this world, so we're actually really early getting on to the chapter. So you guys ready? We didn't <laughs> yeah. waste a half hour, 45 minutes talking about nonsense. Yeah, we didn't. We kind of jumped right to it. This is fine. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's do it. So, we, so we'll confuse everyone that fast forwards to the first 20 minutes and like, ah, you're they're gonna have to rewind episode. a little bit. To like, oh, wait, we're into it already. <laughs> anyway, so chapter six threads. Yeah, so they're on the run. We start with Elaine, the they're running. Um, uh, the Ken's farm trying to get out as fast as possible. Like the Sean chain are coming. We got to get out of here. If we're not out of here fast enough, we're all going to be collared by the end of the day, by sunset. Like there's no way we could stop this army, like capturing us. Like we got to, We got to run. Um, and th they're trying to, I guess, get enough control or at least enough familiarity with the area so they can create a gateway. Um, and go to Andor, and there's a little argument about that as well. Like some of them didn't want to go to Andor, and Lane's like, "No, that's where we're going. That's so, where we're going. That's it's where about we're going." To go down. Like, it, I it, like it, to say, by the way, I think it's hilarious that Avienda was having a hard time running. Yeah. <laughs> At first, I thought Elaine's been. <laughs> well, she's wearing a dress. Mm. That's the excuse. Mm. She's wearing a dress. Mm. Everything we know about Aiel, especially Aiel women, do you think a dress will slow them down? No, I mean, but being with child might, might, it might. <laughs> I don't know. Rand's mother was an absolute beast while That's giving true. birth, mm -hmm. oh, so yeah. I don't think we can disqualify an Aiel right. woman because of a baby. But a dress, a dress on the other hand, a dress, a dress with no pockets look. might fuck you up. Yeah, if it has pockets, she's good. But yeah, no pockets, pants, it's just right. glorified pants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, yeah. you right. And so split this thing. Yeah. Okay. We'll see, we'll see if anything comes of that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah, they're moving quickly. They get to a, a meadow. Anything from this first whole scene? I mean, before we get to like the opening of the gateway and going through, and uh, well, I love how glorified she felt for taking charge. Yeah. Um, I think that was really the first time that she outright gave a direct command to everyone, and everyone hopped to it instantly. Mind you, there's literally like beast in the sky coming at them, and you know, there was real fear behind it, but she herself did not back down. So I'm going to give Elaine her, you know, a little two snaps here. Just tell her how much we appreciate her for, you know, taking control-ish. Because we know that didn't last long, but it yeah. at least happened. Yeah. So. Uh, that was going to be the same thing I pointed out. Just the conversation about leadership in general. This is something I've thought about towards the end of the last episode and right off the bat starting here. Um, you have, it's interesting you know, we're all old enough. So like you've done group projects as a kid and, 
everybody work at your table and different leaders form kind of naturally here and there. But as you move on in life, like there's people that are good leaders in certain situations, but when the stakes get a little bit higher, certain people bail out and can't handle it. And then there's some people, it's funny, there's some people that you would never peg them to be kind of a natural leader, but in the high stakes situation, they, they right off the bat, they take charge sort of thing. Um, anyways, all that to say, we're in a chaotic situation. Everybody's life's in danger. There's only a few people that probably truly understand how much danger they're all in. Um, but remember what we were talking about last episode, Chris, we still have these different groups of women that yes, they're kind of working together, but they're not really together together. And this leadership structure isn't solidified. Everybody's questioning no, who's in charge. Yeah. So I agree with you huge that she just took the reins and initially people were, uh, you know, Williams following what, well, well right. wanting to try in those situations, 99.9% .9 of the people are desperate for someone to tell them what to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That 0.1% that's willing to take charge and, you know, just give orders. That is huge. But like you said, we're about to run into There's my a, fear was that there would be either a battle for who's in charge or we run back into some overlapping. Right. You know, yeah, in, in panic situations, someone has to take charge and it doesn't necessarily mean the person that's always the highest rank. And I do right. want to bring up a scene from the way of Kings that Chris has read and Ian has it, but now I can't. Oh, bring no. it up. Ah! Yeah, they, okay, they don't get it. <laughs> oh it, my God. But I tell this. you, it fits 100% <laughs> perfectly for this. Does Cal win the entire bet? All right, don't tell me. No, I can don't say tell it, me. But it's <laughs> oh man. There's a scene where I feel like I'm yeah. close. Sure. <laughs> yes. Interesting. Sure. Rapper. Sure has never felt so good, Chris. I'm so excited. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, but Elaine takes takes control, and she's also the linchpin here. She has a connection to all these different groups, uh, whether does. it's a short term connection or not. She's spent more time. Her and Nynaeve mm -hmm. have spent more time with each of these groups individually than anyone else. Um, the the, in the groups separately. So, speaking of connections, kind of I don't know that we made the connection or that we really even chatted over it much. <laughs> Iris, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, <laughs> Ian, anyway, I'm sorry. Like, I'm more excited about Way of the Kings right now. I'm getting But there. then again, the next chapter is the bomb, but in, in this book, so we can rush through this one. But anyway, I do want to point out or want to beg the question of did Brigitte have powers in her other lives? That she was stripped of when she was pulled out of Telan Riyadh? I don't think so. Because I, I know I, when the horn was blown, she had special capabilities. You right. know, and because she, she, and she mentioned, referenced that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my bow was of the ordinary sort. So it got me wondering like, have we ever really addressed whether or not she had any form of special powers yeah. in past lives that she doesn't have now? Yeah, I can't remember. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I just don't remember. Um, good I mean, question. she had some. She had some bolt bow in previous lives, and I don't know if it ever talks about um, whether it's a. Uh, well, doesn't um, she specifically say here that not that she is lacking power that her, but her bow but her is bow of the ordinary? Yeah, is so it makes me wonder time. where is the bow? Yeah, and is it the bow that made her special? Does she find? Yeah, is the bow that special? Is the her that special? And if yeah. so, where? Or the like bow? you said, is it just okay when she came out when the horn was blown? Maybe that's when. She was special. Okay, so I wonder this. Thanks, I was yeah. just wondering more, more about the bell. Right. And I, yeah. I think I think I felt that too. It wasn't her, but the question is, 
is it a bow thing or is it when she came out with the horn? like a hair hairy mark blades or power rot blades i mean they're made with the one power um that, that's, that's right says, is it right is it yeah. something like that maybe like I, don't that, know. Yeah. I don't know my yeah. my camera literally doesn't tilt any more than what it what it is <laughs> yeah. like it, it it is what it is yeah i have like one of those cheap cameras like so and now i've messed it up even worse <laughs> uh, now chris is not on screen anymore. It's the top of his um, head you could stand sorry, up for the I, I literally have like a 12 dollar camera so this is what we shit um yeah, we just love to see your beautiful face, computer Chris. screen to get it, and then I yeah. back away from it. That if I back away too much, though, then I'm away from the mic. So yeah. you typically get a lot of this. And this, I'm sorry. this is this is what you get again. This is what you get. Play it's with fine. It. It's fine. <laughs> uh, you tried. Okay. Um, so, so yeah. So next, the group moves quickly into this open meadow, and uh, they form a gateway um, to a manor house that the Trotkin family owns. Uh, Lane's family owns. Um, and, and the sea folk, the kin, the ice and I just pour through, um, you know, Elaine's picked one of the more isolated estates just to be safe on the safe side. You had a, a timeout. What was the timeout about? Oh, the timeout. Good. Um, so we jumped over, we, we mentioned it briefly, but didn't really get into it as they're running down the hill. And wasn't it naive that was trying to tumble? What's that? Who takes a tumble? Mm-hmm. No, isn't we, this the part where Nynaeve runs into one of the Aes Sedai and is about to start barking orders about what to do? And the Aes Sedai is like, oh, we already... Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. knew what was going to... I heard the commotion. I kind of figured. So I already gave everybody a task to do. Yeah. Um, it was Elise, right? Yeah, yeah, Elise. Right. Elise was like, don't worry, honey. It's okay. It's taken care we of. Got, we got things. Honey, we got this. She literally took over the entire show. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and but we, it was effective. We at that. Yes, effective, but so this is another situation where I'm like, okay, is this is this one of those moves where she's slowly trying to assert her authority and power, or was she mm. really trying to be helpful? Hmm. Now it was I helpful. Don't, don't get me wrong. So to be it fair, it was to you, helpful. But was to that be fair to you? Thing? I don't think she ever thought she didn't have power. Well, mm. yeah, mm. yes. I, I really do. In this scenario, it kind of shows that she's really just pacifying the yeah. crew. Right, I'll let those girls be in charge when it suits me. As long as there's no problems, but, as long as there's nothing going down. Right, that could but cause I'm really in charge. Yeah, correct. Yeah, that's right. how I feel about that's it. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Okay. Yeah. Didn't want to skip over that. Yeah, because it may be significant. Sure. So, so where they are in uh, Andor is about two weeks outside of Camelin, and and um, Elaine's wondering about, you know, whether when she gets back, if she's going to be able to take the Lion Throne, whether there's already been someone that's trying to claim it. You know, she's worried about all these different things Um, because obviously she's coming back. It's not a big deal, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Um, It's being funny now. um, But yeah, so all all these different, uh, uh, you know, thoughts running through her head as far as the the Lion Throne succession. Uh, (laughs) There you go. Any thoughts about Elaine's worries? Do you think it's going to be all ready for her and no problems at all? Or what's up with Jordan finally taking us places we want to go, and then one of the characters goes, "Oh, but let's let's drop in on the outskirts of town so there's time for shit to hit the fan before we actually get to where we're going." You know, well, no, I'm. I, I, know I know he's trying to write books here and all, but. 
when like wouldn't this be the perfect opportunity for them to blast right in the middle of Camelin and her be like i'm back and know? kill people in the process uh, yeah anyway, it was so, also sliced people in half at, so, most, at most like one or two people ian think about it she had in her mind her mom's dead she has no idea what Rand has set up because she really hasn't had a conversation with him he has not been forthcoming with his what's the word with what he's his intentions yeah so literally she thinks she's walking into an andor that has had months to prepare for a new king or queen queen yeah and well yeah because they always have queens and well, she has an idea a, an idea of what he wants he sent matt to bring her back so mm-hmm. that she could sit on the throne and yeah, she waved him off like oh him. i'll get to that eventually but she's not going to rand she's going to andor which she should assume that rand is there no he wasn't there the last time they talked yeah he's in Kyrian last time yeah so she thinks he's she's walking into what could potentially become okay. a shit storm. Okay. Yeah. So I, I I'm a I'm an Elaine fan. This this it was smart. Okay. <laughs> but, you know she she has her reasons. Right, and they're good reasons. I shouldn't poo poo it. Yeah. Yeah. For every now and then, come on, talking about Fortnite. Sometimes, sometimes I play around where we're like, we get the DMRs, we get the sniper rifles and the ARs and we, and we ease into fights and we, you know, we lay our shots from a distance, but every now and then, every now and then we switch to shotguns and lightsabers and we just sprint in, jump in, drop in right in the middle of it and just slap people around. Like, like Rand did what happened? What happened when Rand did that? It was entertaining. From a reader's ding, perspective, ding, 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 ding. I feel like there was an alarm that went off. That was yep. like, it then, was entertaining. Yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So after everyone passes through the gateway, uh, one problem still remains. They're worried that someone might have the talent to to read the residues and follow them. Uh, one of the one of the demane might. So, um, and, and if any of them discovered how to travel, that could be disastrous because that defeats the whole point of them getting away um so elaine takes it on herself she saw avienda do it so it can't be that hard right so let's go ahead and start trying to pick apart the gateway <laughs> yeah if i could tell you uh, so my 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 mom would tell you and alan's probably heard this like i i kind of have a knack for fixing things but it wasn't always that way like i like to work on cars i like puzzles I like putting things together um, but I got good at it because as a child, I was horrible about, I would just take things apart. Yeah. And I remember my mom walked in the room. My dad had just got off a, de- uh, a deployment, had this brand new stereo set, which in the eighties, remember their giant floor speakers yeah. no, and then like did. multiple stack decks of your tape deck. You're, you know, on top, you got for the record deck, player, you got deck, all this, you got player, everything, right? Yeah. I took it all apart. Buttons are laying on the floor. Pieces are laying everywhere. And my mom, who normally in a situation like that, I think would just grab that wooden spoon. She just froze because she knew she couldn't fix it. And she was like, your dad is home in two hours. That it better be be put back together. And she said it in such a serious tone, like all of our lives were in danger. Like I felt it. Uh, And they might have been. I don't know. But I, I managed to put it back together. Anyways. Yeah. Big tangent to say that if just because you see somebody do something one time. Don't be so arrogant to think, well, they can do it. I can do it. 
Yeah. I watched somebody do a timing belt in their car and I was like, well, shit, I got to do it on mine too. Let me go over there and do it. Let me tell you how much I messed my car up. I had a call help from all sorts of people to get that thing fixed. <laughs> yeah. Usually, usually if you're not an expert in something, you try to do something that you see someone else do that is an expert on it. It doesn't end well. I mean, the story I was, yeah. see, Ian knows my dad and I'll tell a little story on my dad. My dad I, I was obviously not alive because my dad was in middle school, but they used to go and hunt small game game with bows and arrows. Um, and they would hunt rabbits and stuff like that um, in the woods. And he had a friend and being in middle school, they take the laces off their shoes and try to make them like moccasins, like Native Americans and stuff like that. But they kept on his friend's moccasin kept on flopping because it wasn't laced up and it making a lot of noise. And my dad was giving him a hard time about his, you know, right going to catch anything if you're making that much noise. So my dad took out an arrow and my dad was a really good shot. He, um, he still was when we were kids and taught me how to shoot a bow and arrow. But, and then while the heel was flopping down, he drove an arrow through this guy's back of shoe and nailed his shoe down to the ground. <laughs> well, about 20 minutes later, his friend tries to do the same shot. Oh, no. and my dad took an arrow through the leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a perfect example. <laughs> well, they made that look so easy. I, look so easy. I bet I could do it. Wow. Especially this close. How do you miss? Oh shit. I missed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that was not so, fun yeah now, i love I elaine and <laughs> and so let's be honest elaine Egwene, and Nynaeve have had a knack when it comes to creating weaves like when they see somebody do it they see it one time and then they're able to do it sometimes they're able to do it better mm -hmm. so maybe this Agreed. is feeding the ego and like well it's just the opposite so i saw her take it apart like no big deal right yeah mm -hmm. uh but Big Huge deal. to. Yeah, and before sure. we go forward, I want to stop and give Elise her proper praise because we, we skimmed through it, but mm -hmm. this woman had the Tarangriol situated and ready to go. She had the lords and ladies ready to move. She had the sea folk mm -hmm. back in order. And you know, you're not still in the bowl, you're not going anywhere, you're here, get through. Like she made Elaine's job very easy. I, I wonder what her position is gonna be later on down the road in the book. Do we are yeah. we done with her now, or is she going to be vital to this group and Elaine in the near future? Because, you know, many of the queens of Andor always had some type of an Aes Sedai at their oh, side. Like so, yeah. 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 I don't think we're done with her. I don't no, know. No. I don't know in what capacity we have her in the future, but there's no yeah. way she taps out of this situation and goes, well, my job's here is done and, and walks away. That ain't going to happen. HBIC. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So um so yeah, so Elaine but you know says she's gonna do this. Everybody kind of protests, like no, it's way too dangerous. But before anybody can really do too much protest, she picks one thread out. They're like, Well, now you can't put it back. Like it's you, once you start the process, there's no like, you gotta finish it now. Yeah. And um, I love I love uh Avienda gives her like not even the cliffs notes. It's more watered down than that, but like the very important, like, right. okay, like you got to look at it and you go for the one that's most obvious and mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. And oh, by the way, they're really like slippery. You'll, if, you'll if know you what I'm too long. That's yeah, slippery. Yeah. Yeah. You'll know what I'm talking about when you get there, but whatever you do, don't let go. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, yeah. It's just enough that if Elaine was really paying attention to the info she was getting, she probably should have realized 
she fucked a few up. complex directions. <laughs> a very few yeah. complex directions. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my gosh, what do you? It's that diff. Uh oh, what am yeah. I doing? Well, she yeah. tells before Abby Avienda does all that. Yeah. They tell everybody get out, like run, just get as far That's away smart. as possible. Yeah. Um, and, and she even tells Avienda and Brigitte to do it too, but they stay behind because they're like, no, we're with you. Uh, we'll, we'll stay through the whole thing. Uh, and and Elaine even thinks about that. Like, I guess if I die here, it's gonna be just as bad, no matter where Brigitte is. So she might as well stay here. And Avienda's Avienda, so. There's no telling her what to right. do. <laughs> she's like, no, I'm here. Right. Um, and, and you know, she's doing an okay job, but taking it slow. And then the Sean Chan show up uh, on the other side of the gateway. And, and immediately started, start blasting. And like, immediately start blasting. Yeah. Start shooting lightning through and and crossbow. And this is like, uh uh-uh. well, crossbows come through, like Bricky gets hit in the leg with a crossbow. Uh, I think Aviana gets hit too. Like, I mean, it's, it's that scene, by the way, confused the heck out of me when I was listening to it because it made it seem like they hadn't made it through the other side of the gate first before they started taking it apart. I got real confused, and then all of a sudden they were all down on the ground. I was like, what just happened? The way it made me feel as a reader, it made me feel like I was in the book in that moment with them. So Jordan did a really good yeah. job of writing it. And then our readers did a phenomenal job. How that's hilarious. They, the, the readers did a phenomenal job of getting that point across, like the confusion, yeah. mm-hmm. the feeling of unease, kind of yeah. a rush tone. I, I, I really do enjoy listening and then the way he writes. And so, yeah. And, and how serious and coordinated the Sean Chan attack was because here's the thing. It's not that the Sean Chan were underestimated. Um, Elaine and Nynaeve and Brigitte, they knew what the Sean Chan could do, right? That's why we're rushing. Mm -hmm. And they also knew they were coming. So you think even though Elaine was, concentrating on untying this they would be ready to defend themselves but who got the first blow in the sean chan who got the oh, second yeah. blow the sean chan who got the yeah. third blow the sean chan they got lit up before they even got a chance to fight back and defend themselves right like uh, uh avienda was kind of a desperate retaliation and like the first of fireballs fireballs for fire when it started firing arrows Bring it, just, right yeah. but yeah. but not immediately they got hit right. first mm-hmm. and hard right and hard so yeah this is a serious no yeah. shit. And, and they probably would have taken them out if it wasn't for the fact that they're barking they need to be caught alive. These are women that could channel, do not kill them. Like on yes. any cost, do not kill them. And that and that's probably the only thing that saved their lives was that order from yep. the, the soldom saying yep. that, like, you know, capture them, don't don't kill them. And that right. kept the soldiers from just just taking them all right. out. It just, was just overwhelming. So I agree. I was gonna bring that up too, but yeah. Um and it, so I don't know how I feel about it. Like I don't like after everything I just said, I don't think it was that they were caught off guard. Mm-hmm. I think that I think the scary realization is that this attack from the Sean Chan was just that good. That well coordinated. It was that yeah. well coordinated. It yeah. was overwhelming. It was just like yeah. everything at once hitting them. Uh, so that's that's a if, scary. If Matt for... doesn't hurry up and marry a Sean Chan queen so that Ran can bring her into the fold, yes, Sean Chan are going to take over. Mm. Yeah, you. Okay. Rand, Rand needs to realize these need to be friends, not enemies. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the path is to that, except for Matt. Like that's that's our best thought forward here. But yeah, well, hey, they, I guess I'll play for two seconds. I'm sorry. Right. Okay. Well, they, at this point, they realize that they have to. You know, it's it, they have to leave. They just have to run, make a run for it. 
and yeah. you know they get on the on the saddles on the horses backwards, so Ricky can still shoot, so Elaine can still focus on the. Holding she's on holding it as long as she can. Yeah, she she's not untying anymore. She because she got a hold of one, and then eventually got that slippery feeling, yeah, like Aviana mentioned, right? And but she's then, like, oh shit, can't yeah. let go. So holds on as long as she can. But then some demonic came through the gateway, and they spot her. And at this point, she's almost over the ridge, and they and she knows it's coming, and yep. they throw they throw a shield at her. Which means she can't hold on anymore if she's shielded. Yep. And as soon as she gets they, hit done, by, they done did messed up. <laughs> yeah. As soon as they hit her with the shield, it's like a nuclear. I mean, it's it, it's described like a nuclear bomb going off, like the bright, like blinding right. light, like and just like <laughs> and like a shock wave. I mean, from like, the distance, yeah. it seemed like they were pretty far away, yeah. and still like the the, the shock, shock wave, wave from just, it was immediate. Right, and if they hadn't landed just the way they did with a little bit of protection or whatever, they would have got they would have gotten annihilated from the distance. Missing from them too. I mean, they were completely torn to pieces as yeah. well. And the like, you know, one of the horses was dead. I mean, I think both the horses yeah. were. It was, just, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was. Yeah, M- massive carnage. Uh, and then, of course, the soldiers that were right next to the gateway stood no chance. <laughs> it makes me think of you ever watch the YouTube videos of these morons that like there's a bonfire that's already kind of lit, but it's not going the way they want. So they start mm-hmm. pouring gasoline on it from the other side. Never, I've never done that. No, but have you seen the videos? I've oh never, my God. Get on the YouTubes. Dumb I, people I, pouring I, gasoline on a fire. I've done it. <laughs> okay. I, was about to say, I thought for like legal reasons you were in denial. So I was going to co-sign and be like, yeah, I've never seen you do that, Alan. But anyways. It's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. fine. And then enough of it turns to a gas and it all ignites at once. And mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's that's, kind of, that's kind of the scene I had in my head. It's like, I got yeah. it, I got it, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Are <laughs> like, we used to do it, uh, I guess when we were really little at Scouts, is like, we'd all be hanging out at the campfire and I was always the kid that would go and find the camp, the, the Scout leader's <coughs> stash of, of lighters. You know, casually throw it in the fire. Yes. When the lighters blow up. Yeah. So it's a time bomb. <laughs> especially if they had the cheaper ones that you could like see through and see the mm-hmm. amount of fluid in there. Those mm-hmm. those went off a lot better than the thick mix. Yeah. Yeah. When it wasn't like a huge explosion, but it was definitely like it doesn't go off right away. It's melt through first. So you throw it's it in and every, the crap out of people. And everyone's like, oh, boom. <laughs> like, I, I was I was worse. I would get the small uh, river rocks and put mm, them in the fire. Yeah, those that's really too. that's like shrapnel going everywhere yeah. when the water heats up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, I'll just throw a firework in there. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so big boom boom. This wasn't big a small boom boom. This was a big boom boom. Big boom boom. Yeah. Um. And, and yeah. Obviously, they're all laying on the ground afterwards. Um. Yeah. Bridge Brigitte and Avienda have been hit by arrows. They're torn to pieces, but they're able to get up, and they realize the horses are dead um, and, yeah and and elaine you know has enough even head ringing torn to pieces gets up and <laughs> climbs to the top of the ridge to look back down just to see you know if there's anybody still down there and there's nothing, nothing. it's just black scored like scorched earth like nothing, nothing. like alan I, so this part i know you've seen um the video and picture after aftermath of that part of russia that got uh, blasted by the meteor. meteor yeah back in the 70s right. so th- this is what i thought of she looks over the ridge and everything's just whoosh, whatever there might have been left is just busted over and burnt and yeah that's the mental yeah. image i got here peek over yeah. russia getting hit with a 
massive meteor. <laughs> yeah. And, and and then you have a nice little sweet moment where Elaine turns to Avi and says, I never want to risk these. You know, we need to be first sisters. Yep. I love you. Yeah. I love you. I love you. I love you Let's too. Get it on. And Brigitte's in the car, like, I love both you guys too. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. At this moment, uh, and I could be way off, but so men's viewing was that he would love three women. Mm-hmm. But does men know for certain in viewing it that she's the blonde or could Brigitte be the blonde? No. Men has already locked that down. Mm-hmm. Uh, for her, but it, for from Rand's perspective, is that love? Yeah. I want to know what love is. All right. Well, we'll see. <laughs> probably. I mean, it prob- Brig- it probably Brigitte, is men, but. Brig- Brigitte is like an adjacent. She's, yeah. in she's love like adjacent. A- yeah. And she's in, she's into the ugly she's guys ju- anyway. She's, she's, she's already she's already sworn to. She gets to, to, to feel everything. Kane. Feels. She, she's I don't. I don't. See, well, that's true. I don't see her getting it on with Rand, but I feel <laughs> like if Avienda and well, being that she's bonded with Elaine, if Avienda and, and Elaine have a moment, <laughs> Brigitte is going to be involved, even if she's two yeah. buildings over. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> she's, she's yeah, a little, little bit of that. I mean, yeah. men's viewing is specifically about herself. Mm-hmm sharing yeah. him mm-hmm. right i mean the way that alan keeps saying huh yeah uh-huh sure mm-hmm. 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 makes you think but i'm oh. sick and hoping now mm-hmm. and the vision is that three women would love Rand, not that he would love them back that's, that's true fair. that's fair also that now that we're quoting hal hal apparently who was in our chat is a smart alec and he goes, good thing they weren't in the middle of Camelin, huh? After this massive <laughs> explosion. Well, listen <laughs> <been> here, <laughs> um, First of all, good insight, great comment, but um, I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate it. Kind of hurt my feelings here, buddy. Yeah, there you go. I'm gonna cry a little bit. I'm so this, it's, it's good stuff. Good thing they were not in the middle of Camelin. Yeah. This scene, this scene, the scene ends with Landon and Nynaeve uh, coming back for them, and then we switch over to uh, one of the Rockin' Riders, um, Chulin, who's uh, riding the rocket above uh, above the farm, the Kins farm, and it looks like no one's down there at all. And you know they're talking about how there's reports that there's so many of uh, uh the unleashed ones, and that you know this this air there's gonna get so much more power from this area because you're gonna leash everyone and, oh yeah um, they're like this be great what mm-hmm. are you gonna do with your riches i'm gonna buy this farm right yeah yeah it, it talks about that like how some some writers talk about like leaving but the fact of the matter is like most writers never once they get a taste for flying they they don't yeah or um, they just never make it to leave yeah that too um but yeah and and she has a little, feels a little uneasy about something, and all of a sudden, sh- they get hit by the shockwave. Yeah. So that begs the question: Can she feel the power? And if she can, is she an unleashed? Yeah. We know well, that we, all the ones. We already that, know the soul doms are. Yeah, we, we know that. Too. But does she not know that she is technically a soul dom? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I get a quick fact check, yeah. Chris? Uh-huh. Um, I, I probably read this, listened to this wrong. I thought. This person flying around, it wasn't that they got hit with the shockwave. I thought this was the one that that initially came in, the scout mm-hmm. that uh, everybody shot fire at, and then she like dipped behind the mountain. And this was before they. That no, wasn't fire. It was a very heavy gust of wind, is how it's described. Yeah. 
in the, the okay so, the, so yeah. that was probably the shockwave then okay yeah. yeah so i did but she felt something prior to anything happening mm-hmm. so again and okay. she felt uneasy so she felt the channeling yeah. she felt the channeling so that means she's probably got capabilities herself yeah and that's wonder how many of these shan chen women could actually channel Maybe they all can channel and don't know it. You're, you're likely onto something, but if that's the case, then I have magical powers as well, mm-hmm. because I have your beard I have grows so certainly. Quick. I have certainly felt shit about to go down before it did. I have I have ducked from a blindside punch coming from behind me before. Yeah. Sometimes you get that inkling a split second before. I, yeah, I get that. I agree. For all of you young kids out there, before we had cell phones, we used to have like home phones. And the amount of times you'd pick up the phone to call someone and they're on the other line because they had just called you. Yeah. Scary. It doesn't happen anymore because yeah, cell phones now. But back in the day, like literally, you go pick up your house phone to call someone. You actually take it off and then dial the number. Right. Um, and you pick it up and like the, there would be the dial tone and like, hello? I was like, hey. And you're hey, already connected wait. to him. I was just <laughs> about to call you. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. And Zul, I hear you, but in my mind, some people are missed because their powers are latent. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah, the inner yeah, the interconnected. Um uh, what was it? The all right, I'm gonna look up this social this this uh experiment. Um all right, um, we got somebody co-signing in chat that that was real. That's funny that you say that, Alan, because in the cell phone world, I don't really run into that. Yeah, no. I don't either in the cell phone. Every world, now and but then. in the but real really. in the real phone the real phones, world, there were a couple of times of like it doesn't ring. Time. It's just thirty there. They're like, and I'm like, hello. They're like, hello. Yeah. Was I calling you? I was about to call you. It's crazy. So it was the hundredth monkey effect. Um, so this is what I was going to talk about, and they think it happens with all species. But it was uh, what they would do was it was in the fifties. They did this experiment where they'd had monkeys that were isolated on different islands. And they would, once they trained enough monkeys to teach them how to do something, uh, the same species, it would, without ever learning, they would automatically start learning this new way of doing things on a different Island, never contacting the other monkeys. It was yeah. just like, once you have enough of a hive mind, it, it and it's um it gets spread without direct interaction yeah and it's uh it's from experiment that was done in the 50s and then also in the 70s so you can look it up yeah. online um in the 80s again uh there's some criticism about it whether it actually worked or not but there's entire scientific period so take it for what it is uh but the, but yeah. it might actually be a real thing i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but go, go pick go, up go, though, because I didn't even catch the what you were saying, Chris. How she felt it right before she felt it, felt it like she yeah. felt it before it hit her, sort of thing. So then the rocket starts stuff. to spiral down out of control, and she realizes don't touch anything because the 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 animal will pull itself out if it can. You'll just hinder it if you try to control it. Um, Smart, you know. And um, sure enough, right before it hits the ground, it spreads you know spreads wings out and goes up, and she turns back to I guess her co-pilot to Goose back there. I was like, man, that was a that was, oh goose. And, goose goose and uh yeah it's just the the, the safety straps just flap in the wind um and yeah was that your idea to bring up the goose reference yeah it was my idea i don't think i've ever 
ever <laughs> ran into anybody talking about the moment Goose died with a smile on their face. I, I, that was just a good reference. It's not, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, but poor delivery. <laughs> poor, delivery. <laughs> poor, poor delivery. Great balls of fire, Alan. <laughs> Jesus. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Great balls of fire. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, I first watched that shit what, 30 years ago and still like that too soon. Too soon. Too soon. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I failed. <laughs> I, I'm a little under the weather, weather, so everything's just funny to me right now. But that is funny. That is funny um, so, goose. Uh-oh. Um, so, yeah, Chillin escapes death. Um, and she ends the chapter with her thinking, like, whatever power that was that just got unleashed if that's the like this is they this is something more powerful than that yeah. we could ever imagine like we're right. in trouble right <laughs> so it might be good though if like both sides have a healthy fear of each other it might because yeah. right now um if all the shan chan went against all of the channelers that are in this area and even if Rand could somehow get the ashaman involved or whatever i can't say for like i feel like all the female channelers that are around and the, the kinfolk and all that jazz, I feel like they could hold their own. They'd probably have an edge if Rand was chiming in, right? And the, mm-hmm. the Ashman were involved. But I can't swear that they would win. Right. It would be a really nasty battle if they all just went at it right now. Oh, yeah. It'd be it bad. Would. Yeah. So I don't want that. So a little healthy fear, some mutually assured destruction. Maybe. I don't think it would be that bad. Well, who? I'm. But who would win? Shan Shan. Oh, okay. I mean, it would be bad for our characters, but it wouldn't be that bad of a battle. <laughs> our yeah. characters are so all over the place; they're so split up. Like, there's no unity here. Like, Rand's right. failing in what he's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Even his own groups are all disorganized and disheveled. Like, yeah, the Shan Shan would put a quick order to all of this, and they would have a greater chance of beating the Dark One in this current moment. Right. right. <clears throat> but to your point, specifically because of their, I mean, there's probably infighting there, but there's some cohesion, there's discipline, there's a little more order. Yeah, because their they... infighting is based on their hierarchical system. Right. Like they're an established um, empire. Yeah. Um, versus Rand's many kingdoms that he can't keep his eyes on. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anything from this chapter before we move to the next one? Chapter well, you wrap me up the way you wrap that dog up. It was so loving. He got a haircut not that long ago, so when the air conditioning's oh. on, he starts shivering. Oh, he's I got it. He's got the shakes. Little right puppers. So loving. So cute. <laughs> he's a little punk. <laughs> I, like, I like him. You guys ready for? You guys ready for chapter seven? Yes. A goat, yeah. A goat pen. Sure. And the chapter icon's a wolf, so I know. I know you got. You gotta, See, that's what that's why Raz showed up. He's like, Yay! Yeah, we got Wolfies. That's, about my people. that's funny. <laughs> he did Yo, show up right in time. Chris Chris is excited. Um, yes. <laughs> this is the beginning of the book. Yeah. Because the rest of the book is gonna be all about pairing. Okay. Yeah. That'd be cool. That would be great, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So so Perrin's overlooking this little small town in Giladon. Um, he's been sent by Rand, of course, to Try to get the prophet under wraps, and that's that's his that's his job, that's his quest. Um, and uh, you know, he has a whole plan that they've discussed about going about it. Um, 
you know, they don't want to trigger violence. So they want to be able to, you know, kind of seed some, some you know, sow some seeds first, um, get everything kind of underway and, and, and politic it the right way. I'm going to uh, sow some seeds. You're not going to hear any Matt this book. Not who? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I thought people were just messing with us last week. A couple of people said Matt who? Somebody said it this week. But now I, I think you're right, Chris. I think they were letting us know that. No, Matt. We're, we're not getting back to Matt. He's stuck under that pile of rubble for the whole book. That's so yeah. messed up. But there's a story anyway. waiting to be told. Because, I mean, like we said, Tom's there. Jul- Julian's there. Like, somebody go help yeah. him. Somebody help the police. Yeah. On to the best character. So parents chilling and <laughs> chilling ch- he, and, and he's figure out his next move. He's playing yeah, chess. While he is. Checkers. Yeah. He is. Yeah. And he has his uh envoy that he has with Fal with Fale or Fail, sorry, Fail Barillon and uh, a couple of Aes Sedai, I think, as well. Um yeah, his little entourage. And he, he's walking to this town. Uh everyone's on the edge of the town. Um Apparently, there's been a little bit of a, a fighty between the the prophets brigands and the white cloak patrols, uh, and everyone's a little uneasy. And there's lots of uh lots of tension, especially with newcomers. And and everybody's biting in this group to be the ones mm-hmm. to go as the envoy, right? And they're all giving their really good reasons why it should be them. Mm-hmm. And parents thinking to himself, "Why did I get stuck in this crap?" Yeah, and yeah, Fire smells great right now. And he's the most reluctant. I don't want to be doing this. Of all the characters, he's the most reluctant. He's like, God, why? I just keep getting put in these situations that it's like everybody else wants to be in these situations. Everybody around me is like, Ooh, me, me, me. And he's sitting here going, Not me. Like, why does it? Please, not me. I I really, I understand this. And I'm sure you you both have been in the exact same position and probably the same way. None of us really want leadership. It's just that when we end up there, fans, they're like, who looks like they're going to be the best leader in this group? Yeah. That guy. Probably because when things are going crazy, they're like, oh, Ian looks really calm. He must have things figured out. Meanwhile, (laughs) in my head, I'm sitting there going, if we die, we die. (laughs) It is what it is. I made my peace with God many years ago. (laughs) I turned all right. They turned to Ian. They're like, Ian, what should we do? He's like, Leroy. <laughs> I say we sail out into the storm. They're like, that just doesn't make sense. I'm like, yeah, but it'd be fun. <laughs> I think that maybe that's the switch. Like the moment you kind of had that epiphany moment, that aha thought, like it's just yeah. gonna be what it's gonna be. And, and I made my peace. Yeah. Then you become a natural leader because at that point you have nothing to lose. You have well, everything in the world to gain. You're not. You're not. Af- yeah. You're not afraid that much anymore. You know. No. You just. Put the left uh, foot in front of the right foot, and then the right foot in front of the left foot, and keep on, it, on it, keep a, that serious note. When I was twelve, and I had you know attempted suicide, I had like thoughts not long after of like that was stupid, and why did I do that? Yeah, and what did I have to gain from that, and what did I have to lose? And if I'm a Christian, which I am, I have this thought of eternity, and one of the rules is you can't kill yourself. I almost lost the one thing I have going for me. It's like you know yeah. what. Yeah. I'm just gonna have to let this life be and just coast through it. And who knows how long I'm gonna have to live, but I'm gonna be here. And since I'm gonna be here, then I'll just get shit done. Yeah. And, and it was really at that point where I was like, all right, well, and I, then I've, people start thinking, well, he'd make a great leader. Yeah. I, I've said 
uh, in the past a couple times, like, you know, making peace with your death with that inevitable outcome of living. But the flip side of that, and what you also have to do is, you know, make peace with life and living, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't talk about as much. That's that's the inevitable next step. Like once you accept that de- death will come, it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not afraid of it. Then you don't have to think about that anymore. You don't have to worry yeah. about it. You don't have to fear it. And now you focus on the living portion. Life before death. So you, then yeah. then you're just making the best of whatever situation Strictly you're in. Strictly for weakness. Yeah. yeah. Journey before destination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. That works. Uh, so, so, yeah. Um, while all this is happening, the setup. They also they, I guess, somewhat. I guess the Aes Sedai um, sees a streak go across the sky. I mean, Perrin would have been able to see this because he can't channel, but uh, sees you know the one power streak across the sky, and they mention it and talk about it, and they're, they're kind of and it goes everywhere. And it's the male and the female power. So, of yes, course, their right. minds are like, that must be the power of the Forsaken. The Forsaken. Yeah. Who else could be using it together? Which, again, communication is definitely the best here in this book. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody talks to everybody. Everybody lets everybody know. But in my mind, like, I want to say, oh, poor communication. But then the other thing is, how would they have communicated it? Nobody right. knew what the Wall of Winds was going to do. Right. So now they're worried for no reason. Yeah. Or well, Rand thought when could, that happened. Or maybe they are worried for good reason. Could be. We don't know mm-hmm. what the Remember, we either. still the male channeling portion into that. And we're trusting these Angriol that they were holding that Elaine found. I mean, there's so many angles where things mm-hmm. could have gone wrong when they meant for it to go right. Yeah. Maybe they true. should be afraid. I really wonder what Rand felt in that moment. Winter is coming. It is. Yeah. Um, so they, um, they also got some rumors. Uh, Aaron's heard that Niall, um, Pedro Niall's dead, uh, that the White Cloaks, there's something going on there as well, but doesn't know what to think about that information. So he starts to kind of plan out an, uh, a, a plan. He's like, all right, we're going to send Berylane, her Aes Sedai advisor, and the captain or the commander of the wing guard for Berylane um, off to see the queen. Uh, that's going to be step one because that way we can get the politics going that way. Um, you know, and, and Berylane, of course, is all snooty about it. I'm like, yeah, she, he picked me. <laughs> I'm the winner. Uh, yeah. And Fahil doesn't get angry until a parent apologizes for not picking her. And he's like, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> that man can't win he just needs to stop talking to her let her start the conversation always pairing your best chance is to not try if you try you're going to be wrong (laughs) i've been in that relationship that relationship sucked yeah yeah never again now open my mouth if you like what the fuck i have to say excuse my language (laughs) you can mark this one rated r you don't like what i have to say too bad do something yeah. about it. Yeah. So everyone leaves in their different directions. Um, the envoy leaves and they go back to their camp to wait. Um, uh, on the way back, uh, Aaron points out that there's a group of, uh, I guess, uh, brigands that were attacking a group of travelers. And and parent immediately feels like he needs to intervene. Was so. it travelers or people on the wall? Did I read that wrong? I, th- I think I read that wrong. The Night's Watch? That's what <laughs> I thought about almost instantly. Therefore, I wore the shirt. Um, yeah, to prepare interviews with the help of Edra. Um, oh, well, it doesn't matter. You're right. Yeah. I think they, right. they were yeah. basically innocent people that, you know, 
got their right. butts whooped because the fanatics. Right. Yeah. 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 Do you, do you remember Alan way back in the day when they left the mountain mm-hmm. and it was right when they were chasing Rand and everybody was getting married mm-hmm. and we first started talking about Masima and you were like, you guys, how do you think this is going to turn out? And Chris and I were like, the fanatics, the, those are the ones you got to worry about. They're the ones they, they take this little taste of truth and what little bit they know, and they run in the wrong direction with it. And they, yeah. they butcher it. And yeah. And that's a hundred percent coming true. Yeah. And, and yeah, exactly. And, and parent runs in there. He's not taking shit from anybody. He's like, listen, if anybody does anything like this, even smells wrong, like I, I'm going to just, yeah, you're going to hang all of you. Hang him, hang him, hang him, just hang him all. And um, he says he's done with it. He's just like, yeah. We're, we're what is this out. leather thing they have that has like all these knots tied on it? Was that they like knots? They were ears, bro. Ears. It was okay. That ears. They were okay. Like now you understand. They were run, trophies. Okay. They were ears. I for whatever reason I was thinking. It was like a, yeah. So it says um, a dozen or more roughly clad fellows carrying spears and pitchforks were trying to force the way over the chest high stone wall of a goat okay. pen. So literally, they had them pinned these these travelers pinned into a goat pen, mm-hmm. and they were trying to force their way in. And like, bro, Karen and crew ride down on them. They start to like scatter, mm-hmm. and one gets left behind. And one of the after like the clap of like thunder right. from. And I eel, and that was yeah, it was a whole from the wise one, yeah, yeah, from the wise one. Thank you. It was a whole just like buckled thing of ears, and that's what really set Baron off. That was my favorite moment. I was like, y'all really messed up now because he was ready to just like let the guy go. He was gonna follow his original plan. Like I'm not gonna tell him who I am. I'm just gonna be like, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. we'll take this from here. It's good. No, mm-hmm. and then he saw those yeah. ears, and he was like, "Oh, so this is the tomfoolery that y'all are messing with." I got <laughs> like, okay, yeah, like, and he's like, got, Lord like, Perrin oh. came out instantly. <laughs> oh, you're you're, you're going the Dragon Reborn, huh? Well, I'm here on his specific orders. I am, I am his. I am Lord Perrin Ibarad. <laughs> you tell everybody that I am here, and I'm I'm looking to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. So he's not not hiding anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And he tells me to go back to Masima and tell him that I'm here, like that I'm here yeah. on behalf of Rand, and we need to talk about what's going my, on here. That Is this, was my this right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <Man>. but <laughs> by the way, if I hear about any of this, or even if you just just laugh at somebody that's doing this, if you look in the wrong direction or you're too close to somebody that's doing this, I'm gonna just bash if you with. I the could tie that to you. Okay. Hang from the nearest tree. Mm-hmm. Oh, that moment yeah. like sent chills down my spine. Yeah. Your precious Lord Dragon sent me here. You spread the word. He sent me. Yeah. And d- did you uh, notice the little group that they ran into? Who was in that group? Oh yeah, that's that's why I sent you that text message. Yeah. So literally, I I, I giggled because I, I went forward, guys, and I looked at the the name of the next chapter because it was like the last sentence of the the end of this chapter. Yeah. A simple country woman. Yeah, Lenny and Magden. Lenny and Magden. Yep. Yeah. How yeah, about how that? How perfect is this? I'm sorry. This is one of the moments where I really do wish, and I think this next chapter is going to happen. I wish people would just like, when they recognize a person that could be a potential friend, they need to go ahead and speak up. 
because here we yeah. have the well but every potential friend could herself, be a potential but... enemy a big enemy too mm. yeah it but could... not this one very severe i agree this is a severe moment. moment and i mean to be real it's not gonna change his course of action Mm-mm. but can any of the people with him open up gates or what are the words that we actually gateways, gateways? travel or anything travel like can any of them travel so it so. really doesn't change the plan but maybe he sends a couple of the wise ones off with them and get them to safety maybe he or talk with other wise ones in dreams yeah. and find a way to send the message yeah, yeah yeah to ran and then ran shoots in there and picks her up and takes her home and though she kind of gave up her right. kingdom she could at least play that role that ran really needs which is somebody to get right. andor back in line mm-hmm. exactly <sighs> i have hope but i know it's not gonna happen mm-hmm. i have hope he you, get, you get you could like as the readers were seeing all this, we could take it. There we go. go. He has Ashima with him, doesn't he? The Ashima can travel. Probably. I mean, most of them, a lot of them were taught. Those that couldn't yeah, be taught, yeah. taught, right? So yeah. yeah, he had to have gotten there somehow. So he didn't get there with Rand's help, so he got there yeah. with the Ashima's help. It's coming back to me okay. Now. Yeah. So we need we need to send her back. Like yeah. she needs to fess up. We need to send her where she belongs. But that's but but she doesn't really know who Perrin is. So does she trust Perrin enough? Didn't she meet Perrin way back when? I and like she met, she met Rand. Rand was Rand. Right. She met Rand. Matt was the only parent. But Perrin and Wayne were captured met... by White Cloaks during that that's time. Right. Yeah. Yep. So their oh, stories didn't overlap tough. yet. Mm-hmm. That sucks big time. But that's yeah. that. So I'm never a proponent of like anxiety. You know, as like a, a entertainment feature. But the anxiety that you feel as a reader, mm-hmm. it, it it's kind of what reels you in. Like. What you were saying, Chris, we could easily connect the dots and say, if this person did this and this person did this and that person talked to that person, like this would all come together really quickly. But also, like you said, well, one, we know they suck at communicating and they don't have great means of communication. And you're assuming that very quickly I'm meeting, they recognize each other, recognize each other's importance and like they prioritize like communicating. It's just it's not going to happen. Right, but it, I don't know. I got but a it good. Could, so we're like, uh, I got a good feeling about this next chapter. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and someone in chat said, you know, she probably recognized the Red Eagle banner of Manethrin. But if you remember when she left Camelin, she had heard rumors of people rebelling against her, her kingdom, out right? And 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 rising the Manethrin banner. So that would not from, that would not ease her at all. Like people from that, the two rivers. Even she was the one. Uh, she's even meant. She's like, oh. Yeah, I mean they're part of the kingdom, but uh yeah. yeah. But see, a good queen recognizes because they're the rebels of her, like would she want to admit that? But a, like... a good queen recognizes a good person, and she she <laughs> sure. saw what he mm-hmm. did in that moment. I think this yeah, again, she she sits there and she's like, Hey guys, we're gonna go with them, we're gonna stay with them for a couple of days. Like that's how this chapter ends. Is her telling Lini and everybody like we don't yeah. want to travel alone? We're gonna we're gonna travel with him. She's gonna test him. She's gonna see exactly where his loyalties lie, mm-hmm. and I think that we're gonna see her kind of give up that important information. She right. just invested a lot of time working. Oh, how that's over with she didn't Andrew recognize any good in Gabriel. The only thing she recognized from Gabriel is that D. Oh, 
But no, think about how much time she just invested trying to work over Pedro Nile and like slowly realizing like, okay, maybe he's a decent guy and we can right. make this work. Da, da, da. And what happened to Pedro Nile? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and at the very end, I guess Perrin also did recognize two of the other people. She rec- He recognized Langwin um, and the Kyrie and a girl from um, when they were in Kyrie at the big house party days tomorrow. Yeah. And then Langwin was, uh, I guess Basil Gill. Basil Gill's with them too. Yeah, yeah. So he would have recognized those. those That's guys, true. So. Yeah, because he was the the innkeeper. Yeah, he was the innkeeper in Camelot at that, the Queen's that... blessing. Right. So I think we're gonna. I think I, I have a okay. great feeling. I have hope. There's enough there hope. now, Chris. This could all come together. I have hope. Yeah. Someone's got to have an aha moment and say it. Out I loud. think like finally she's gonna get returned home and Rand's gonna get cleared of that charge. And more people. I mean, we gotta have a feel-good moment about Rand eventually. <laughs> this what, if we're, what, if we're about, what if we're about to get there and then Messina kills more gays? Mm, no, I still have faith. No, uh, Messina is gonna do something drastic. He is, and he's, he's gonna, gonna kill the wrong stupid. person. Remember, remember what we talked about with these fanatics. They they go so far. They go so far that even if Rand himself showed up and tried to say this isn't what I want, they would fight him because they would say, "Well, you're not the real dragon. I met yeah. the dragon. It's somebody else." Like yeah. eventually, yeah. these fanatics go too far, and I think Messina's had enough time to go too far. I mean, Messina could be the dragon reborn for all we know. Maybe mm. that's what he's starting to tell people. You know, who knows? I don't. Yeah. Anyways, bad things are coming. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's how we end this chapter. So, um, yeah, with um, them going back to camp and Perrin recognizing, but they're trying to hide, and that's uh, that's the end. Yeah. So, any thoughts about badass leader Perrin laying laying down the gauntlet? Saying, I love it. I'm so excited. I hope this. You know, really messed with my mind. If this was the only Perrin chapter in this book, I was about to say, I hope we stick with Perrin for a little while. I hope we get some more. There's I so know much it's not because the next chapter is what it is, but I could see like two chapters happening and then no more parent for a while. Because you know who else we haven't heard from in forever? Matt. Well, yeah, who? but Egwene. <laughs> I ain't worried about Egwene so much. She's living mm-hmm. it up right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, wifey. Where, where, where is our friend Loyal? Loyal. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, he I was remember... headed to a sudden the last time we talked to him, right? Yeah, and he's he's finally starting to decide that this marriage thing maybe ain't too bad. Yeah, he's like, like well, you you picked who for me? Oh, her? Oh, well, uh, actually, she was she was quite handsome. Yeah, yes. She liked listening to my stories. Yeah, Yeah. she pet my ears like a Ferengi and (laughs) be delicious. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Any thoughts from this chapter anymore? No, I'm I'm excited. Now yeah, we we haven't seen him in a while. It will be Bell Dolman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, poor Bale. He he took yeah. off. Yeah, he took off. He left. Yeah, he left. He left. He sailed off to sea. He uh, is done. So. He's staying where it's safe. Yeah, Bale ain't no I, I, don't, I don't blame him. Um, Bale so, was like the the dark ones ain't coming out here. Mm-hmm. So next time on the Will Reads, we'll be doing two chapters again. A simple country woman and tangles. An entanglement? Tangles. No, I get this all the time. It takes like good shampoo and conditioner. Yeah. And then I can put a brush and comb right through it. But yeah. Yeah. And then um, it's not choices. So chapter 10, I think we're going to do a live reading for that one. 
uh, live reaction. If, if that works Ooh, for everybody. What it's is it called? It's called Changes. It's not Choices. It's Changes. Changes. That's when we find out that Ivy and his body is changing. Okay. Yeah, the dark one came as well. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. Uh, there are records being set right now in swimming. <laughs> hey, uh, not last Olympics, but the one before that, the women's 100 meter freestyle. Mm-hmm. And I think the Forger free relay. Mm-hmm. Let me mm-hmm. tell you how awesome that was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. So, favorite characters. I'll let you go first. Do you have one? I, I don't really have like. I don't have one in the hopper. Like I gave. I never really got. Out. Yeah, I didn't get behind any one character so much. Is it, it's kind of like what I mentioned. We're at this very anxious point of so much is happening and so much could happen, and I'm a fan of the story. <laughs> Farstrider, you're probably right. Yeah, Ian looks so far. Shredder says Ian looks like he doesn't have any clothes on his bottom half. With the dog in my lap, that's yeah. Don't lick me. Stop. He <laughs> <laughs> was great timing, Rez. <laughs> I, I have shorts on. <laughs> Sorry. This podcast has gone way downhill. <laughs> Oh, were we ever up? Oh, <laughs> we started out with uh, 69. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good point. Um, yeah. I could give shout outs to a couple characters. Okay. I, but Parent I'll have to wind up with one for me. Right. Parent, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to do it because I knew you might want to, but I do like Parent had a plan, but once he saw that ridiculousness happened like i love Justice. that i love that perrin will always break character mm-hmm. to defend those that need defending oh that's like a quote from a book that i'm reading mm-hmm. Justice. <laughs> okay okay <laughs> i'll probably get there tomorrow on my commute <laughs> I'll get the I'll get the call from Ian tomorrow. Holy crap! <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. So, all right, favorite character. Um, I, I'm gonna give it this go around to Elise, just because. Oh, and, that's and what I was gonna pick. Okay. Oh, you were Elise. Yeah. Well, then I'll go with Gwen. Like I'll go Gwen, Perrin, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I was, I was honestly at a toss up between the three of those. Perrin had that moment, but I expect that of Perrin. Right, Elise, it wasn't out of character. Yeah, yeah, and Elise, that's her job. Like she's already, she's used to doing that. But she didn't just take charge of her farm; she took charge of everyone, and everyone listened, and everything happened nicely. Like it was yeah. a smooth transition up until the last minute. Um, and I, I have to give it now that I'm thinking, overthinking a little bit. I'll give it to Elaine because she made the decision. That she would rather risk her life than give them traveling, because if the yeah. Shine Chan learned how to travel, travel, and th- we don't even know that they don't. This is an assumption, right? Because they haven't used it. Right. But if they learned how to do it, oh, it Maybe would be then. over with in no. Well, time. then they don't have to sail across the giant ocean to get there. They can just pop all over. Right. And that's the thing. It would be over with. And well, they still have to know where they're going. They have to see the place. So no, they have to know where they are. Oh, yeah. I want. I want to. I want to give a nod. To Avienda and uh, Brigitte, also. 
Oh yeah. For staying with Elaine in that moment. Now Brigitte, you know, with the bonding and everything, you can make that excuse, whatever, but they knew what they were signing up for. And just cause they survived didn't mean that. I mean, they, they all knew when they were riding off and Elaine was holding on for dear life to that last thread, like shit was about to go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but they, yeah. they, they stuck by her. So there's, you gotta give them some props for that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah I agree. Oh, and Brigitte, when she was letting the arrows fly. Oh yeah. That let, it had happened so quick, but how badass was that? And she was getting hit, taking them left and right. So she was getting hit and kept the arrows oh. flying. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe she's my, she's my favorite character. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. So next week on the Will Reads, we'll be doing, like I said, there's two chapters. We will have a guest next week as well. Ooh, so, yay. um, yeah, going to be on. Uh, Ian's favorite commenter in a comment, our good old, um, yeah, the book we're covering, Hal, that you're going to be on doing is, uh, said Hal. Hal, Hal's going to be on. Oh. Hal, I, Hal, I've got some oh, beef Hal. with you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Making smart so, alecky comments he, tonight. He's one of our patrons, so yeah, he's going to come on and, uh, and, oh, and cool. uh, um, yeah. Um, at least I think so. Are you, are you still coming on, Hal? <laughs> I was like, uh, mm. wait, what? <laughs> I think that's next week, right? Wasn't it next week we said? <laughs> Did Alan mess up the spreadsheets? Did Ooh, we finally find an up. error in the spreadsheets? <laughs> he just in the last five days tipping in the bottle a little bit. Yeah, heavy. <laughs> yeah no, this it's is um, true. How's no longer talking to us? Oh no, he's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's right. I'm excited to have Hal on. Especially just don't lie. <laughs> so, chapters eight and ten, or eight and nine. I skipped nine. <laughs> We're gonna live react to ten. Anyway, eight and nine. Um, so yeah. Uh, now since I can't, I'm not drinking. I'm losing my completely trained thought. Uh, I'm gonna wrap up with uh, find us at thewillreads.com. Uh, it's where you can find all our cool links to stuff like our Discord, our social medias, and um, uh, our you can email us at the reads uh, Gmail. Um, also, you can buy merchandise like a cool TP painter shirt that apparently glows like like really bright under ring lights. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, um, buy some merch, join our Patreon, support us in different ways, and yeah, that's hey, we'll give a shout out to Ali for her. Being yeah, like that's super yeah dope. that's cr- that's, what's that's up. a cool guys don't to listen to the wheel takes ally from the wheel takes uh podcast uh she's actually a writer as well and, and she actually wrote an episode for the i guess the reboot of rugrats oh, yeah, season yeah. two she's a whole episode that's going to be aired or be filmed or, or whatever that's awesome so, maybe we'll do a watch party we'll do a watch yeah, party for the for rugrats. yeah <laughs> yeah awesome. so it's so exciting there but yeah so that's all I got for this week, guys. Until next time. Peace. Okay, bye. So how's the Cosmia read say bye? I hope you enjoyed the show, and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time. <laughs>